0: welcome to the paragon podcast this is jerry pitney and today i'm joined by gabe and tiffany black the owners of Shadrax on king's highway and soon to be opened up a location on highway 49. so guys thank you so much for coming on so
1: thanks for having us
0: yeah well this is the first time we've ever had an opportunity to sit in a room together i know a little bit about both of y'all and i'll say a little bit i mean a very little bit about both of you but i've heard great things and have really been looking forward to learning more about your story so Why don't we start there? Um, I don't care who goes first, but I'd love to hear from both of you uh, a little bit about kind of where you came from and how you got to where you are today.
1: Yeah, so I'll go first because Gabe's pointing at me over here.
0: (laughs) For those who can't see.
1: (laughs) So I'll start. Um, I was raised in Wynn, Arkansas, so just about an hour, 15 minutes south of here, so not very far. Um, and I was raised in Win Baptist Church. That's where I, um, grew up going to church. And that's ultimately how Gabe and I met was through the church. And, um, we met when I was what, 15, well, Mm -hmm. 14, I think when we met, we started dating when we were 15. So, um, a youth
0: group romance. Yeah,
1: (laughs) exactly. (laughs) So anyways, my life up to that point wasn't too interesting, just normal childhood life. But, um, Gabe has a little bit more of an interesting background there. He was not raised in America, right? So you tell, you tell that part. <laughs> where were you where
2: are you from? Yeah, so I'm, I'm uh, originally from America. I'm an American. Okay, <laughs> no, right on. Born born, here. born in America. But when I was about six years old, I, uh, my family moved from actually the States to Vietnam. So from six to 18, I grew up overseas. Um spent six to eighteen. Six to eighteen. Yep. You know, so twelve years. And
1: uh Yeah, his parents were missionaries in Vietnam. Yep. So. Okay.
2: International
0: mission boards. Do you remember moving over there when you were six?
2: Yeah, I remember it well. I remember moving in the airport with twenty something crates. Like yeah. it was insane. Like, just full-on move. Did after. it feel insane at six, or is it just like,
0: eh, hey, this is just, no, just kind of like, eh, we're going yeah, somewhere. This is what you I do. don't know where, his,
2: but we're his going His parents somewhere.
1: are afraid they traumatized him, but he's like, yeah. no, that's cool. It's <laughs> an adventure.
2: <laughs> yeah, so that's what I knew until about 2000. That was in 2000. In 2010, yeah, the International Mission Board <laughs> <laughs> requires you to come stateside. So we came stateside. We knew Jeff and Kim Gibson from Wynn, Arkansas. So I'd never been down here. I had no idea. It was where where it.
0: were y'all from originally in America? Oregon. Oregon. Oh, no. so it's a lot like Win. Yeah, yeah. From <laughs> what I've heard,
2: it's it's almost identical except for there's mountains and stuff. <laughs> better, better weather. Now. Yeah, better weather. Same, same, but completely different. <laughs> but, uh, so we we moved stateside and we met. I met Tiffany and and we actually dated long distance. I. In 2012, I moved back. Uh, actually, in no, 2010, 2010, I yeah. moved back to Vietnam and we dated long distance for two years.
0: Who talked to who first? Who approached the other and said, I like oh, you? I was, was always sure. on. You were? Oh, I was, oh man.
1: Yeah, he pursued for a couple of months and I actually had another boyfriend at the time. So yeah. kind of gave him the cold shoulder, but we were good friends and I just enjoyed hanging out with him and he like made me laugh and we were. We're just good friends. So I put him in the friend zone a little bit. Yeah, yeah, she told me
2: no. She actually told me no on balance. I just Day. see you as a yeah. really good friend. Yeah. You're a funny.
0: real nice guy. I and mean, I responded
2: back That's and exactly said, it We can't just be friends. Yeah. No, I'm not God gonna be your wants friend. us together. <laughs> <He> <laughs> said, will Trust not me. I want to just
1: be a friend. So we didn't talk for about a month. Yeah. And then we just kind of started hanging out again and I couldn't resist. So I fell back in. Yeah. So then y'all started, started dating, dating when
0: you were still at not in Vietnam, you said.
1: We started in when started dating in when we okay. dated for two months and then he went back, went back. overseas. Yeah.
0: So how long were you back overseas for? For two years. So we wrote letters for the first year. Yeah. And then uh
2: then we Face kinda got high
1: tech high tech, yeah. Pick, yeah. yeah started Skyping and yeah. yeah.
0: And so that Lots was you said y'all were 14-ish, fifteen. Fifteen. Okay. Yeah. And so man, what was what was life like in Vietnam? What was that like to grow up there?
2: It was awesome. That's what I knew. So, I mean, it's a city of 14 million. So, when I came back to the States, I was like, this place is a dump. Like, you guys have to pay for Wi-Fi? Like, this is is insane.
1: Yeah. It is a third world country, but it's just big. So, there's like a lot of resources for people, I guess, that have resources and and money there, right? Yeah, it's a great
2: place to launder money you guys are into something yeah. like that. Uh, Robert's really into that. <laughs> really? Uh-huh. Uh, hold on.
0: <laughs> have you heard of Ahana? Yeah. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, sorry. Right, what, cut that out. Sorry. Yeah.
1: Gotta hop in and defend yourself. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so uh, there's massive companies that pretty much run a lot of it. It's a communist country. But uh, so our malls were like, you guys have Turtle Creek. I had like a 14, 30 story malls that were like Treveski Diamond and Gucci. And like, it was what? just insane. Like yeah. just insane
1: but then you go right down the road though and it's like yeah lots of poverty and very dirty and the streets are packed with yeah like that's what you see whenever you see pictures of vietnam yeah
2: you walk out of this this mall that's owned by the russians and then there's a naked dude with a cell phone on the corner but there's a lamborghini you know it's just like It's, it's crazy have
0: you ever thought about how that shaped you like in what way do you think growing up in vietnam has made you who you are today like or changed how you view the world you ever thought about that
2: That's a tough question. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I grew up as a minority, but it really, like, shaped the way that I thought of other cultures. So, like, I don't know. It just makes me more open to the fact that, like, when someone says they're hurting, like, I understand that. Like, I'm a minority. I was a minority at that time, so I knew, like, everyone was staring at me because I'm white.
0: Did you feel like an outcast?
2: Yeah, you feel like kind of an outcast. Yeah, yeah. So... So but maybe in a different it, in a different
1: way though too because they're also like, wow, you're white, and they're almost yeah, like but excited yeah. about that. You yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's completely different, different. It's
2: not yeah, you're different, but it's not like a negative different, huh. right, if that makes sense. So yep. So it, I don't know. It taught me hard work and yeah,
0: I mean it, it was it was a lot of fun. I really
2: really liked it. So came back to states and got to find out what Walmart was
0: and <laughs> I think did y'all move cool. back to Wim and you came back for good.
2: No, I moved back in 2012 to go okay. to A-State, and I just chose A-State because it was close to Tiffany.
0: Yeah, were you at A-State?
1: Mm-hmm. Actually, at the time, I was still in high school. Mm-hmm. It was a year ahead of me in school, so I finished my high school year and then went to A-State.
0: So when y'all go to Arkansas State, what was your plan for the future at that point? Did you know I what you wanted to do? Just
1: get married. <laughs> that was our plan. Um, actually, at the time, I wanted to be a physician assistant, so I was very set on that. I was very academic-minded, Um, so I went to school with like a science minded mindset. So, um, I got my degree in general science Mm. and kind of the whole time, really, until I graduated, I thought that's what I was going to do. Um, sometime in my senior year, I started getting like really stressed and anxious about that path because there's not a physician assistant school around here. So we would have had to move. Gabe wasn't really sure what he wanted to do with his life so I was like where are we going to go and what kind of job are you going to get to support us for me to go to school for another couple of mm-hmm. years you know we're just trying to think through that transition and I, I there was a very specific moment where the Lord said like let go of it and I had so much peace about it and so started working at Shadrax, and hmm. thought it was just going to be temporary you know just a barista job in in school um, and then realized that there's opportunity to grow here and um I can kind of start using different skills here, and um, management is something that we started to do and really love and enjoy at Shadrach's. Um, but then I also started doing kind of the marketing, um, social media side as well, and kind of fell in love with were that. you still in
0: college at that point, or are you done? It?
1: Um, I started managing, I guess, right after I graduated college, but I think I'd already started the social media before that, right? Yeah, I, th- I think I started that while I was still in college. And did you know
0: that you would be good at that, or is that something that you were surprised by, that you are like, hey, I actually enjoy this, and I'm good at it?
1: I think I knew a little bit, but I really didn't know too much about social media. I had studied a little because I had a blog in, in um, college, and so I knew just like a tiny little bit. Don't look it up. It's really bad. I hope Breakfast it's not still Tiffany. up. No. Is it's that not. really it? <laughs> so I hope Man. it's not still up. It's so bad.
0: deep thoughts from a girl and when. <laughs>
1: right. That's probably exactly what it sounds like. But anyway, so I knew a little bit about social media from that, and so um, nobody was really, you know, taking the time to put into our social media at the time, and Larry kind of pulled me aside and was like, hey, is there anything extra that you would like to do here mm. um, if you're going to stay on? You know, like there's a lot of uh, extra jobs that could could come up here. You know, is there anything you see yourself doing? And I said, yeah, Facebook. I think I want to tackle that. And so he's like, go for it. So I didn't really have a lot of expertise or knowledge on it. I kind of just figured it out as I went.
0: Are you still doing marketing today?
1: Mm-hmm. Yep, yeah, I still do the marketing and social media for the company.
0: You got it figured out.
1: Well, I try. And we've got a good team. We've got a um, good uh Graphic designer and um, creative person, Robbie Myers, he helps me out a lot. So it's been great.
0: That's excellent. So yeah. you didn't have a clue what you wanted to do? You're in college. What did you? What was your degree <laughs> going to be?
2: I l- left high school thinking the last thing I want to do is go to college. Yeah, I don't okay. think but was
1: committed to begin with.
2: Yeah, I was climbing a lot at that time. So I like. You're talking about like rock climbing. Yeah, so it was like I was diehard into it. Were you really? Like, what do you mean down. you were diehard into it? That's all I ever thought about was just climbing. All the time. Are you good and at it? And me. And right? Tiffany. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, rock climbing. Yeah, rock climbing Tiffany. Like, <laughs> That's a good like, life. More of like, yeah, the dirtbag lifestyle. It's just kind of Could like, you have like, done that? Nothing. Yeah, I had a yeah, van. He, it was dope. He would
1: have lived what? out of his van and just rock yeah. climbed if I would have yeah, lived. Yeah, I remember I
2: bought a van for $1,300 and it was. This is when you were back in the States? Yeah. Yeah, no, I climbed overseas a bunch. So okay. I actually had opportunity to work for a climbing gym there and train the first uh, Vietnamese Everest team to climb Everest and then. Hang on that again. You did what? Trained the first team to right. climb Everest. The Vietnamese team. You trained them? With them, yeah. So I trained them how to like belay and do like the rope side of things. So I'm not an alpinist. I I don't understand why you people. don't want to go do Everest. No, mm-hmm. no, I have no desire to do alpine things. There's too much risk. Like you're just walking, then you get crushed by an icicle. Like I'm I'm out on that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> There's so, a lot of risk involved. Yeah, I enjoy climbing like the rock side of things. So, um. The rope side of stuff, like belaying and, and lead climbing, stuff like that is what I helped out with. So um, then I moved back to the States, and, like, it was tough for me. I remember thinking, man, I don't know if I can move to Jonesboro because there's nowhere to climb.
3: Uh, bro, Craighead, <laughs> Crowley's Ridge. I was about to yeah. say, have you Come been on. out to the trails at uh, <laughs> <laughs> Crowley's Ridge State Park? They're pretty intense. I yeah. Not yet. But. There's a swinging bridge out there. <laughs> really?
0: I'll oh, have to go bro. check it out. So, where did you climb when you came back? Did you keep climbing? Mostly
2: up in Jasper area. Okay.
0: Fountain Red, that kind of area. There's
1: an area in Batesville that we went to. a lot. So, you'd have
0: been cool living kind of like a nomad, just like driving around in your van, living out of it. Yeah. That would have been awesome. Finding some good cliffs. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Okay. So... You're not too focused in on the study aspect no. of it. so
2: I went to school for, like, a year, and then I dropped out and was like, oh, I'll work. You
1: went to school longer than that, a couple of years. Yeah, and then I came
2: back and was like, oh, okay, I'll work for the – ju- they had just opened up the climbing gym at A-State, so I helped out with that. And then I uh, – mm-hmm.
1: Then you started working at Shadrach's. Yeah,
2: and then I went and worked for Hyde's Pest Control here are in, in Paragold, yeah. trying to supply kind of our little.
1: Keep me in school. Yeah,
2: yeah, keep yeah, Tiffany man. in school. Mm-hmm. Tiffany was I mean, going to school for free. I had to pay to go to school. <laughs> sure. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, that was I was me kinda too. just in and out. I was going to be a uh, uh, Physical that,
1: education major, for? isn't yeah, that what it was? Physical education. You changed it a couple of times. So. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, remember I was all when you in. change it fifteen times. Yeah.
0: So Yeah, you're uh, excited about that, <laughs> weren't you? <laughs> <I> very <laughs> can't
2: even
1: passionate. Remember,
2: I couldn't
0: even remember when I was going to
2: school for it. So so oh. after that, yeah, I I, I did Heights Pest Control, and
1: it wasn't your cup of tea. You're like, I know that's no. not it. Right. No, I knew <laughs> that
2: was not it. That's really really hard work too, and and I'm appreciative for those guys that work mm-hmm. that hard. I mean, it's for crawl sure. space. I can't do crawl spaces, small spaces. That's kind of tough for me. So it's
0: not small spaces in rock climbing. No, not, not really. Not, it's not pretty really wide open. open. Yeah, pretty
2: okay. wide open for me it is. But. Uh, So after that, I started working at Shadrachs. Tiffany started actually like six months before I did. So she kind of was like, this place is cool. You need to start doing it. Like I'm actually getting paid pretty decent to
0: do it.
1: Yeah. And I knew you would enjoy it.
0: What was cool about it? What did you like about Shadrachs?
1: I really like to push myself to be fast and learn the drinks and that aspect of it to me was pretty exciting at first. I think it was a little later before, and I was good at the customer service side too, but Mm -hmm. it took me a while to appreciate the customer service side, honestly, but I knew that Gabe would really appreciate that getting to talk to customers and build those relationships and all that. So, um, yeah, I think that's kind of what drew us in. Yeah.
0: So you started working there when?
2: Around It would have been 2016. Yeah. 2016. We were under 20 employees. So like, yeah i think it, you were I mean, like has grown I was so like grown so much in the past 15. like
1: six years so when we first started i was i think there were 11 employees when i started mm-hmm. wow now i think yeah. larry probably has 80 Jeez. Yeah, <laughs> 70, no 75 idea. to 80 yeah we right
2: keep now. referring to larry billing which is the owner in Jonesboro. okay larry and Reese billing okay. so he's the founder he's the one that started it all so yeah. um we kind of saw growing up in well growing up in asia but originally my parents are from Oregon, like I said earlier. So there's a company in Oregon that does the same idea. So I knew what it was and I knew what Larry like,
1: like his like his vision for
0: when you say he does grew. the same idea, what do you mean? What's the Drive idea? Drive through quick coffee. Okay. So like
2: with and that high and more level.
1: about that relationship that, aspect. Yeah.
2: Yeah, like we that relationship, high energy, fast coffee that you can come through every morning and, and get your coffee. So um I knew what that was. I knew what he needed
0: and uh
2: I really, sure. really enjoyed it. So, wow. Started working there. So you are
0: there, just you know, grinding beans. Mm-hmm. Yep. And at what point did this? And by this, I mean like a parable location, maybe locations. And when did that begin? The gears begin to be turning for like, hey, I think we could we could start something. We could yeah, do so, that. Yeah. So pretty I, early on. Yeah,
2: right? it was pretty early. I think within first couple of months, I told Larry, I'm uh, I'm gonna open up a coffee shop. Like my goal is to do this for my for the rest of my life, like, this is it. Wow, did you know where you wanted to do that? No, and I didn't know necessarily that it was going to be a Shadrachs, and I was diehard into the sit-down side of things. Like, I wanted to have that, like, across-the-table conversation. Mm -hmm. Like, there's only so much I can do through a drive-through window and a car window. Sure. So I was really excited about having that sit-down experience, and he was like, no. Like, that is is against everything Shadrachs is really, the whole business model is set after is like, is We want it to be quick, efficient, and then we also want to have that that quick interaction with the customer that's that's thoughtful. Mm-hmm. So it just wasn't working. So I, we worked there for like two or three years, and I loved it. I, I loved every minute of working there, and then I started roasting, and we mm-hmm. kind of had more of a back, uh, not necessarily the face in the window. We yeah. started doing more back, back. Behind the scenes. Yeah, behind the scenes. Do
0: y'all roast your own beans, or is that just a mm-hmm. hobby?
2: Yeah, so we roast all the, all the beans in Jonesboro behind the Nettleton location. I didn't know so. that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah,
1: locally
0: roasted. Lot, like yeah. A, I'm sure that's roast. probably, I, I don't get on social media, so it's, <laughs> I'm, it's not that you've probably not done a good job of saying that, <laughs> as much as I just don't get on there and say anything. Yeah. I know enough to say that you've put out some good stuff, but I've not followed closely enough to know that you are locally roasted.
3: Yeah, yeah
2: locally so roasted. everything's local um, and and pretty small scale. We roast everything from about 24 pounds to 30-something uh, pounds. So I think people all, would be
1: surprised by the amount of beans that are roasted a week, though. We, yeah. we roast a lot of beans. Yeah, I think I
2: went into the warehouse two weeks ago, and we had 16,000 pounds on the, on the warehouse. Jeez. In the warehouse. That Where are y'all getting your beans from? So we have everywhere, really. Guatemala, Nicaragua, Peru, Colombia, Ethiopia, yeah, Costa Rica. I mean, we've got stuff from Vietnam. We've got stuff mm-hmm. from all over. So,
0: Man, y'all are roasting at the, There's... I feel so silly to say what I'm about to say. But I go to the uh, the Shadrachs in Jonesboro every Tuesday. That's where mm-hmm. I work on my sermons. And I just always say, I want coffee. Yeah. And I've never even once thought about, is there a different, mm-hmm. uh, different,
1: there a different blend, different yeah, roast? Yeah, you should ask mm-hmm. them next time you go in. What do you,
2: you reckon? Are the one on Union? Yes. sit down. Underground. 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 My mm-hmm.
1: favorite is um, Tanzanian.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But the Colombian's a good go-to, usually, too. I think that's probably what they have. If ready. I want a more
0: chocolate note... What am I looking chocolate, at? No. Classic.
1: Tanzania.
2: <laughs> Tanzanian. You know, Tanzanian? It's, yeah. it's a pea berry mutation bean, so it has kind of the chocolate undertones. It's, it's a what you know. bean? It's a pea berry bean.
0: Oh, pea berry bean. Yep. Mm-hmm. Of course. So, of course. Yeah, I love pea berry beans. <laughs> <laughs> I can see why I would give you that chocolate flavor. Yeah,
2: yeah, 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 you got it. You got it. You're tracking. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm with you. So y'all start pretty early on. Like, I want to start a coffee shop. You know, you're processing that. When did it become like, you no, know, like, I think we're going to, Plant in Paragould, or like start in Paragould. Like, how did that? Tell me how that came about.
1: I don't even remember like a specific moment or date. Do you? Because yeah. it was just kind of like a, the last you know, four years
2: have been like a blur. Mm. Yeah,
1: seriously. Like,
2: it really has been just. Y'all, how
0: long have y'all been here, by the way? We opened two years. in December of 2019. Okay. Yeah, 2019. Okay. In mm-hmm. December. So, even a couple of years before that, you said things have yeah, started so, pretty.
2: Yeah, so probably like uh, two years before December of 2019 when we opened was when we started really looking, but that was looking all over. So we weren't really sure necessarily Paragold was it. Yeah. Brooklyn. We had ideas of Brooklyn. We love Brooklyn. That's where we lived at the time. So, um, we were kind of shooting for Brooklyn, but then some things kind of shut that down. That door was closed. So then we started looking in Paragold and, uh, we I just, think our
1: mentality was kind of like, we'll go wherever it makes sense mm-hmm. as fast as we can get there. Kind of. So, um, We we grew to love Paragold and we're glad, so glad that we ended up here, but it was kind of like, we just wanted to grow this company, like however we can. So what what makes the most sense to go next?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, you said you loved Paragold. Do you remember what you loved about it? Originally, oh, well,
2: we didn't love it.
0: We we, became, we <laughs> okay, it. yes. Loved it now that we're I here. about to say, yeah, yeah, it's a little different than Jonesboro. Yeah, I feel
1: well. I do love that it's a smaller community than Jonesboro. I hate the traffic in Jonesboro, so yeah. I I really love kind of being close. We we work, I mean, live about six minutes from where we work. So okay. I love that. Sweet. Um, so yeah. Yeah.
2: So the, uh, the concept of the sit down, like how me and Larry had that conversation about he was not on board for the sit down. And that's funny because now union is a sit down only, which doesn't match up really with, with our Shadrach's idea, but
0: there's no in and out quick. No, No. there's
2: not. Um, but when it came to about 2018, we found that building that we're in now here on West Kings highway and it had the massive sit down. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, all right, this is it. Like, I've kind of bent his ear so many times in the last three years. (laughs) Like, he's kind of like, okay, well, you go ahead and do it. Like, it's no skin off my back, is probably what he's thinking. But, well,
1: it was, but (laughs) yeah, it was.
2: But, uh, yeah. So, he, uh, he was like, yeah, let's do it. Let's, let's, I think it'd be awesome. So, we launched the first sit down, Shadrachs, and that was like, it was awesome. Yeah. But the first probably three months, we were working 100 plus hours. A day a week. No, a week sorry yeah 100 plus I mean, a day. We were, <laughs> yeah boy yeah. well, it got crazy <laughs> it sort of felt like it got yeah. wild it like that. Um, but yeah, uh, open a week, yeah i mean it was just insane we were we we're sun up sundown plus some yeah and uh i mean the lord had it, really worked all that stuff out to the point of where we we were ready to have kids but we didn't at the time so we were just like that was our kid like yeah, you know, for we sure. Were spending every second of the day there, yeah, and it really, really worked out, and we loved it. And then uh, COVID hit,
1: and COVID happened. Yeah. Jeez,
0: yeah. So we'll talk. About, I want to talk about that in a second. How y'all pivoted and what that was like. um Yeah, that I remember. Whenever I found out y'all were coming to town, I was really excited. You know, paragold has tried. They've tried. uh Different people have tried to start coffee shops over the years in Paragould. I'm born and raised from here. Uh, born and raised here. He's born and raised here. Matter of fact, we used to work together. In your building. Hey, real quick. When it was hoodans. Side note,
3: were you present the day that Grace Chin was showing the building and I drove by, and I she's my old boss. She lives in Memphis now. And I drove by and saw yes. her out there. And I did a real quick like, jerk into the parking lot. She was talking to maybe you guys. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. And I just totally interrupted the conversation. Like, Grace, it's me. You I know, like, that. Do you, but, you
1: remember that? No. I remember. <laughs> just, my say, just say
3: yes. Just it so might say yes. keep feel better. I remember, oh, I do. I remember. I'm thinking about
0: Lofton.
1: <laughs> no. yeah, my no, I, do remember, horrible. I do remember that. I remember you talking about how you worked for her. Yeah, I was excited.
3: Yeah. I really wish
0: you could tell your Grace story. <laughs> so,
3: oh, I can't. It's a... Change the rating of uh, of this podcast. Oh, fair. Okay.
0: (laughs) Tell them before they leave. I will. But, yeah, so there was different, you know, coffee shops that have started and closed, started and closed, started and closed. And so um, what do you think it is about Shadrachs that has allowed it to be so successful? I mean, because when I drive by, it's like always there's a crazy amount of lines. Now it's fast. Yeah. um, But it's just wild. Like you're about to obviously open up your second location, which shows you are doing very well. Yeah. Why?
1: I think first and foremost, it's the product. I think people genuinely like the coffee and the flavor and that's all on Larry. Like he did a really good job, I think, formulating the the coffee and the recipes, um, but also the values that he has instilled from the very beginning into everybody that's worked for him and the way that he trains. It's so different. It's like, you know, you know, in customer service, it's all about the customer, but sure. it's a different level at Shadrax And I, I like, what do you mean by that? I just like, had, there's just some things I had never thought about the way that Larry says, hey, don't, you know, turn your back to a customer mm. to ha- to say something to another employee while they're there because then you're, you know, you're discounting the customer and you're, you know, missing out on an opportunity to have a conversation with them. And when you hand out the drink, hand it out this certain way so that they have all this room to grab on the cup. And just very considerate things that, like, if you aren't really – thinking on that level, you're just going to miss it. Yeah. Um, so I think those type of things just showed that he, like, really cared. And he also, like, worked tons of hours, put in the hours those first few years trying to figure those things out and um, working out those kinks and just building relationships with people. So he had a solid foundation before we ever hopped on board of um, loyal, loyal customers that – you know, or were just diehard yeah. because they had knew. a great
0: brand built, right? Right. Like people knew Shadrach, this is going to be yeah. legit. Yeah. yeah.
1: And then um, we were able to really get that out there on social media. I think that was a big turning point for the business as well, where we already had that word of mouth customer base, which was solid and great and growing. Uh, but then social media started to pick up for businesses. And I think that's really where we saw a big turning point as well as through social media.
3: Can I just jump in and say that you guys have, have done such a great job with social media? In fact, you're one of the like with if i may say like for the ohana one thing i do is i follow brands and right. stuff that i want to emulate mm-hmm. a lot and yours is definitely one that i glean a lot from so yeah you've that's done a great a, job with it
1: thank you that's a great way to learn about um social media is just follow inspiring accounts that you enjoy and and see what they're doing and figure out how you can make that work for your business too
0: 100 so y'all launched you said two years ago Mm-hmm. Is that right? Was it immediately like overnight success, or did was it a slow kind of burn? What it
1: it was crazy from the very beginning, and I think we had I had this panic moment, you know, the night before, like is anybody going to show up, or oh, are yeah. we just going to be dead? And then everybody showed up, like all of FerroGold showed up, and then I we um kind of a funny story is we launched a new KDS system that day. Um, And we were the first store to ever use this um, KDS and um, point of sale. It's a kitchen
2: display system and a point of sale system. And point of sale, yeah,
1: that was the word I was looking for. Um, And so we were still trying to work out a bunch of kinks on that. So as we were swiping people's cards that first day, I was like, man, I hope this is depositing to our bank account, but I don't know. And we didn't have time to (laughs) stop and check. And we were just like, either everybody's getting free coffee today or maybe we're making money. We don't know, but it was just so nuts. I didn't even have time. I think it was a couple of days, I don't know if I should say this, but it was a couple of days before we could make a bank deposit, just because we were, like, so busy, and and we were short-staffed, too. Wild. It, 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 we're busier now than we were then, but... Um, it just seemed so crazy back there because we had a fresh baby staff and um, we're trying to figure it out. Which a
2: lot of them stuck with us. <laughs> they And did. we're very thankful for the customers that stuck with us for right, the first time. Right, because I weeks. know
1: that there were some kinks and long waits. We got waits pilfered. And, oh man, we got
2: pilfered. <laughs> really? Yeah. It was crazy. <laughs> it was wild. It was me. I hope it didn't seem as stressful yeah. to other yeah. people
1: looking in, but we were like, some of these customers are never going to come back.
2: Yeah, it was like me, Tiffany, and then we had two girls that had, that had previously trained. trained with us, and then we had twelve brand new brand new that was their third day working yeah. right which Jeez. coffee seems simple but it's it's, it's, it's a pretty lot more difficult complicated. oh man thing. we
0: just had this conversation with our staff or we are is like you know the iPhones a great example of that you look at it, it's like well that's pretty simple pretty clean pretty straightforward it's like it's so complex behind the scenes to make it appear user friendly and simple it's right. like it takes a lot of work for things to appear easy and smooth mm-hmm. so yeah. i appreciate that for sure like i yes. know that there's got to be a lot of moving parts for you to have a line or lines, as long as you do, and to get in and out as quickly as you can without people, yeah, it's awesome. It's Yeah, it is. Um, what was like? Did, it ever, did this ever feel like a risk? Like, yeah, I, it, like so. How? What? I'm I'm curious. Like, what advice? Do you? Because there's people out there that have dreams, right, and they don't act on those dreams, and a lot of times it's because it's like I'm gonna fail. Like, was that ever a part of the equation? You're like, I don't know. Like,
1: it, it definitely was. I mean, we were young and didn't have a lot of money and um you know if it wouldn't have worked out we would have been in in trouble financially just within the first month or two Mm -hmm. so we were really banking on it working um but thankfully we we did have the assurance that there was already a customer base here in parable because of the Jonesboro store's success so that helped us a lot and give us gave us a lot of peace of mind so um it's kind of hard to speak to that because like I can't imagine what you know new business owners that are really putting it on the line how they feel because I I did know we had a customer base and had had some level of confidence there in that
2: yeah yeah. and if we go back and kind of touch on like 2018 was really like the turning point of us kind of starting the idea of Paragold so um, we first started trying we didn't come from I mean my parents work the international mission board that's a great job they love it but Money is not included oh, yeah, in yeah, that yeah. situation. Yeah, 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 for sure. <laughs> so they they've always provided for us, and they're awesome parents. I love them to death. And then Tiffany's uh, grew up with her grandparents, and they're extremely hardworking, super
1: hardworking, unbelievably
2: hardworking. So, mm-hmm. but they also weren't able to really help us mm-hmm. in our. I mean, they did everything. All of our parents did everything that they could.
1: Right, possibly. but they weren't in a, a place to financially no. pitch in. Yeah, really? even like I mean, when we, we were first ask. getting married. I'm sure they know. would if we would have asked. Yeah. But
2: but uh, so we we started with really nothing. Like we're talking like a college savings account. Mm-hmm. Like that's what we started with. And then so we started first trying to shoot for the Small Business Administration loans. So SBA loans, trying to do all that, yes. that stuff, which um, if you're able to do that, it's awesome. That's a great we, resource. But we people. hit a lot
1: of roadblocks in getting yeah, that. Yeah,
2: so, so one of the roadblocks was you can't be religious in any form. So... They immediately blocked us. So yeah, which that took six months to even get to the point of someone oh, wow. saying, We're not gonna give you money right, because think you're a Christian. Th- we think
1: this is why you're not getting approved. Yeah. Yeah. Wow.
2: So so that was like, Okay, well God, we're gonna go until you close a door in our face, which that was a door closed in our face. But then people stood up like Larry Billing, who's an unbelievable believer who I mean, you can see in his company yeah. everything he does is centered around God. So mm-hmm um, he stood up and was like, all right, well, if the government won't help you guys, then I'm going to help you guys. So he helped Jeez. us and yeah. then we had not a,
1: only like giving us his business basically to, yeah. to handle, but also like financially helping us to get it open. Yeah.
2: Wow. So that was unbelievable and, and awesome. So we were able to even grace. We talked about grace. She's awesome. She'll, every time I talk to her on the phone, she'll, she ends with a prayer.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, That's I mean, cool. she's,
2: she's always, That's cool. she's an awesome lady. So, uh, So it it was really unbelievable how God kind of got us to the point we are to even getting the doors open and everything like that. And then to touch on what you were saying, we opened and then we're just getting, I mean, customers just blew our doors down. I mean, so it was awesome, man. It was awesome. I know I'm good at like. I'm not a stressed person. I'm pretty right. laid back. Meanwhile, <laughs> yeah. so I'm like crying. Yeah, we might I'm have like, a dollar in our bank account <laughs> at one point. And I'm like, man, yeah. You're
0: like, well, we still, yeah, right. we still got the yeah, van. Yeah, we still got the van. We can still do rock climbing. <laughs>
2: that's exactly. So I'm like, I'm, I'm the laid back. I, I don't stress about stuff. That's really but, cool, uh, man. But but I'm not that way. That doesn't mean it's not stressful. <laughs> you know,
0: that's why God pairs people like that. It's yeah. like my wife, like you. And so she's super laid back. I'm like, don't you care? You know, and it's like, she's like, chill out. So going to be okay. It's like, yeah, you kind of, exactly. it's exactly. a good mix, it right? It's a
1: good balance. I would explode yes. without game. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so things are just rocking and rolling and then COVID hits. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of freaking out, was that like a moment of like, oh gosh, or were you like, nope, we're good?
1: Yeah. I mean, it was kind of phases, like everything we took. There were a couple weeks, I think, where we had to completely close our doors because everything closed. Like schools were closed. Every business was closed. And so I think we were closed for probably two weeks if, that, if I'm right. 14 um, days, yeah. Yeah, and I think at that point, we had been just like, we were kind of tired, to be honest. I mean, we'd been open for probably six months, and we were just like, man. So yes. in a way, it was kind of like, we're we're going to be okay. We can survive these two weeks. We were worried about our employees getting paid that two weeks. So, you know, trying to figure all that out, which there was government assistance, thankfully, to help yes. everybody through yeah. all of that. So that was great. Um, So it was kind of like, okay, let's take, take a couple weeks, Chill, and so I think for me, I was kind of relieved almost at first because I was like, okay, a couple of weeks just to catch our breath and then figure it out. Um, but then we weren't open able to open our um indoor cafe right away, and so then we kind of st- shifted to drive through only. Um, and for us, we it really didn't affect our business a lot, and that that's kind of where why we haven't you know opened if we want to open mm-hmm. that can of worms, um, why we haven't I open, love to open those can of worms, <laughs> why we haven't opened the indoor. Um, seating, again, because our business has stayed consistent and busy with mm-hmm. just the drive-thru, if not gotten busier. So we're running on less staff, which staffing has been one of the hugest, hugest, is that a word? Biggest. Um, yeah. <laughs> one of the biggest. I like that word. <laughs> one of the biggest hurdles for um, small business owners right now is uh, totally. staffing. So we were able to run with a smaller staff going through all this COVID. So it does
0: require more staff to have. definitely. Okay. Mm-hmm.
1: Especially if you're running the indoor and the um, drive-through, because with just a drive-through, it's like everybody's working, especially one window. Everybody's working on that one window and getting that customer. Through gotcha. The so that kind of helped us just streamline yep. things a little bit. Yep. Um, and then we kind of changed our parking lot, as you know, to a double drive-through now. So at the moment, we don't even have room really for people to park to come in. So that's kind of where we're at at the moment. We're not opposed to opening it back up, but. Yeah. You know. Well, y'all
0: in Dairy Queen, you know. I mean, Dairy uh-huh. Queen's been in Paragould, um, what fifties, I think, something like that, yeah. in that same location. And yes. I've heard people complain about that, but it's kind right. of the the same deal where they're like, it's not actually hurt our business, and right. it's hard to get good good workers, and we right. got you know. But I didn't know my my thought process was like, surely you can run the like, how much work does it take to run it in you know, oh, but yeah. I've never been
1: right. Where you guys are, so now I understand. It was a lot of unique challenges that since we were the first indoor... Um, Shadrachs, we had to figure out, okay, how does this work running a drive-thru and a um, sit-down? And it's still so different even from the Union downtown location because they don't have a drive-thru. Oh, totally. yeah. So um, they're all, you know, they can run on with three three people. And so it, w- it was kind of a monster running the whole thing some days, especially when it got busy because if somebody was taking orders, they're stuck there taking orders mm-hmm. until the line goes down. So and that line might never go down. So there, you know, you've got to count that person out for just standing there to take orders. Oh, so wow. that's a whole employee that you you know are dedicated yes. to that. So um yeah just kind of a different flow that we were trying to figure out.
0: So then COVID really didn't other than shutting down the dining room, y'all didn't have to do I guess a lot of changing. Like um, there wasn't like a big no, pivot and so business it, plan. It or really that. wasn't
2: <laughs> well, that's what we're set up for. So I mean right. we were set up to we're do, set up do for drive through fast
1: quick service yeah. business. So we so got like kinda we got, got lucky.
2: Yeah. I I'd I love to sit down. That's what we I mean that was my original goal. Sure. So one day, I would love to open it back up. Right. But I kind of viewed COVID as a get-out-of-jail-free card because it was <laughs> crazy in there. <laughs> it that's was cool. crazy. Yeah. So it was a huge blessing. Yeah. I mean, we, we say it's crazy, but it was like, you know, 15 cars in line. And then there's, at one point, I think I counted, kind of, we had like 35 people waiting to get drinks wow. inside and sit down. Right. So then it's just like, wow, we're overwhelmed. And that's what we don't want is is our customers be waiting.
1: Right, we so. don't want them to suffer because we can't stay Yeah, because stout. we don't know yeah. what we're doing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: you know, I uh, I love what you are doing with the, the second location. And there is something about, like, you can get too much going and too many people coming in at one time. And we talk about this again. I'm in the church world, but same way. Like, it's easy to grow something so big that you do lose, like, depth or some richness or like a really relational connection and things like that. And so I appreciate that actually of like Mm -hmm. the idea of like, Hey, you know what? Could we pull in even more with the, you know, in-person or dining and whatever probably, but like, let's just, let's not sacrifice the quality of the product and the quality of the relationship.
1: Right. And so, which is what you're after. And we have, I would say like our Fridays and Saturdays business is maybe a little less than it was when we were open on, um, with our cafe because people like to come in on Saturdays with the family. So Mm -hmm. I think we did kind of have to sacrifice that and say, okay, we're not going to have our, our high dollar Saturdays like they were when we were open um on the inside but like you said like it, it was kind of worth it to us not so our customers weren't sacrificing their time and, and the weights and the, and the quality that they're used to in the drive-through
0: yeah so is a new location going to be drive-through only
1: it will be drive-through only so it's
2: going to be double drive-through back to our traditional just mm-hmm. two windows on each side north it's going to be kind of like the location in uh red wolf boulevard yep. it? it'll yes. be yes. similar okay. different similar. building but okay. it'll it'll be very similar double drive-through um by the medical
0: plaza kind uh-huh. of it's that? in
2: front of the medical park there okay on highway 49 so okay. you'll have to access it going into the medical park because we don't want people sitting out on the road yes so we, yeah we, we know that know traffic is a problem that so traffic is yep. a problem we're trying to fix it so now we've got like i don't even know what it was like 700 meters worth of drive-through so yeah. we should have plenty of parking we have space we have space yeah. so hopefully our goal is to kind of the original West King's highway store a little bit less busy. So then we can kind of start to work on maybe getting that sit down open. That's a mm. long-term goal. Yeah. Yeah. Long-term goal. Yeah. Yeah. Right on. <laughs> 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 stress the long. Yeah. <laughs> stress the
0: long-term goal. When is, um, when is the new location? What's the plan on trying to get it opened up? Do you know? This year. <laughs> oh wow! Okay, awesome.
2: Yeah. I mean, we so should 2022 be 2022 yeah. Okay. yeah, we so. should be
1: able to start construction any day now. Once yeah. that starts, we'll be rolling. So,
2: yep. we're just finishing up civil engineering stuff and all the stuff I have no idea anything about. And
1: mm-hmm. yeah, we'll figure it out.
0: Well, I love I love y'all's hearts, and I know um, I'm trying to remember what it is, but I, like on the first Thursday of every month, mm-hmm. y'all give, are give you're, back Thursday. Yeah, what is that?
1: So, on the first Thursday of every month, um, we pick a different. Um, nonprofit organizations. Sometimes we do the same ones as Jonesboro because we're just so close. And and um, so we kind of pull from them too. And we try to do the same theme. Even if we don't do the same organization, we might do like homelessness. And so they pick mm-hmm. a homeless um, organization in Jonesboro. And if there's one in Paragold, we pick one in Paragold. Um, but like I said, sometimes we do the same one. Um, so each month we pick a different um, partner and um, basically just give away a percentage of um, profit from that day, our percentage of sales, which is mm. basically the entire day's profit, and we just donate it to the nonprofit. So they don't have to do anything. We just kind of let them know, hey, this is what we're doing if you want to participate, and then we share it on our social media and um, tag them and try to get you know more customers through so we can make more money and give it away.
0: That's awesome. I love your hearts, your generosity. I mean, you're, if people do want to find out more it's about that or just about – Shadow acts in general. Where do you recommend they go? Like, what's your? I would
1: go either to our Facebook or Instagram page or our website. Um, we have some information on all that on our website. Um, but each each month, if you keep up with our social media, I'm posting. You know, what what partnership we're doing that month. Um, and it's the first Thursday of every month. So, kind of keep an eye out around that first Thursday, and we'll we'll be posting. I think we did change it this month because of snow, but um, usually the first Thursday of the month. So.
0: Excellent. All right. Well, there's a lot more we could talk about. I've uh, really enjoyed getting to spend time with you all, but I want to end with uh, some rapid-fire questions, if that's okay, just these questions that we ask every guest that come on. And so we'll start, I guess, with you, Gabe, and then we'll go to you, Tiffany. The next time we'll start with you, and then okay. we'll go to you. Okay? okay. So, all right. What is the last show you watched or last book you read?
2: I don't read books. Okay. Right that's on. It's crazy. Um, last show. <laughs> Or was maybe. was Twinder Swindler or whatever that thing T- was. Tinder Swindler. Tinder Swindler. Never heard of it. <laughs> it's
1: a Netflix it's documentary. Wild.
2: Is it really? What's yeah. it about? A guy on Tinder that swindles a bunch of money. Ah. Yeah. It's pretty wild. I have a Facebook, but I didn't do any other social media stuff. Okay. <laughs> so I don't really know what Tinder, Tinder was Swindler. until I saw that and I was like, oh. Yeah, you know. Interesting. It's a dating app. Yeah.
0: Right on. Okay. Yeah. What about for you? Last book um, or last show?
1: I read Genesis this morning, so it's probably my my oh, last book.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> softball this Sunday, question.
1: The Sunday school answer.
0: Yeah, no, that's fantastic. That's great. Uh. <laughs> that's,
1: I didn't read the whole book of Genesis. I guess I should clarify.
0: Oh, well, thank you for that clarification because <laughs> yeah. I'm over here feeling guilty. Like, oh, I think I read two verses. So, um, all right, next question we'll start with you, Tiffany. What is your favorite type of music or favorite band, if that's easier?
1: Taylor Swift. I'm oh, a big Swifty.
0: Right on. Wow. My wife went and watched her in concert a couple years ago with your daughter. Took my daughter. Yeah,
1: Mm -hmm. she does a good concert.
0: Okay. What about you, Taylor Swift as well?
2: Yeah, I'm a big (laughs) Swifty fan. No, I like, uh, there's a lot of music I like, but I'm like a Willie Nelson, Chris Christopherson. I like Mandolin Orange, stuff like that. Yeah, right on.
0: Excellent. All great bands, great musicians. All right, Gabe, what is your favorite meal? I'm a big pizza guy. I like pizza. What are you putting on it?
2: Uh, everything. Yeah. I like just Supreme or pizza rolls. Big pizza roll guy.
1: Yeah. Oh, that's true. Hey, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Right. yeah He loves I a know. pizza roll. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> what about you, Tiffany? Favorite meal?
1: Uh, Mexican food. Yeah. Just, just chicken and rice and All fajitas. The every day. Constantly. I could eat Mexican every day.
0: Yeah. I love some Mexican food. I, uh, I know we have a mutual friend, Luke Lou Allen. We have a, uh, standing Tuesday appointment at Los Arcos.
1: Okay. Well, yeah. I'll be joining. Next yeah. Tuesday, come join so. us. Please do. <laughs>
0: Love for both of y'all again. All right, Tiffany, what is on, wait, yeah, we started with you. Yeah, we'll go to you. Right. What's on your nightstand right now?
1: Um, a book and a pair of glasses. That's it. Phone charger.
0: Good. You yeah, that phone charger? I'm guessing you do not have a book on your nightstand. <laughs> no books. A, a lot of hair ties.
1: Yeah,
2: ponytail uh, holders. Yeah, we have a lot
0: of ponytail holders. Any scrunchies? No, I've heard those have made a little bit of a comeback.
2: And, and your... I tried, they just don't hold your hair a good yeah. it's, it's, it's
0: more for the look in it. Yeah, yeah. You can't run with one on. You run? No. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> didn't <think> so. <laughs> But a if I needed to run, he
1: runs from the Taco Bell to the yeah.
0: gospel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's what it is. Taco Bell fan. Oh, Taco Bell. Um, all right. Give us a snapshot of an ordinary moment in your life that brings you great joy. Ordinary moment in your life ordinary. that brings you great joy. Mm. That was a hard she one for wiser. you to have to start.
4: <laughs> I'm just kidding.
2: An ordinary moment. Yeah, I don't know. That's reading nice the stuff. book of Genesis? Yeah, reading Genesis this morning before Tiffany did. was, <laughs> that was good. Um, I don't know. I, I can't really picture anything as ordinary because, like, getting married was awesome. And Lila, we have a beautiful little daughter that I Mm. Just love to death and she's mm-hmm. that's not ordinary though yeah it's like just the most recent things I can think of that are just yeah. like our whole lives are different so yeah,
0: yeah. what would you say Did you have anything to that something that maybe somebody else would look at me like yeah it's just ordinary life but you're mm-hmm. like that brings me a lot of joy actually
1: yeah I think just hanging out with Gabe and Lila like on the golf course and that's something we like to do a lot drive cool. around on the golf course and hang out
0: excellent <laughs> last question uh start with you Tiffany what is one thing just one thing that you are deeply grateful for right now?
1: I'm um, grateful for our daughter and for yeah, our family and getting to spend a lot of time with her. That's something in owning a business and kind of um, being able to have employees that have trained and picked up so well is being able to take those moments to spend more time with her.
0: Yeah. Do you want to say something other than your family, Gabe, that you're deeply grateful for right <laughs> now? Uh,
2: yeah, I think we're extremely thankful for Like, this is easy to say, but our customers, like, we wouldn't be able to be in the point of giving back on those Thursdays or even, like, doing a bunch for our community that we love to do Mm -hmm. or a bunch of stuff for our employees. We have unbelievable employees now. Yeah, and to be able
1: to, like, give them hours and, you know, just give them a place to work Mm -hmm. that we hope is a positive environment most of the time, so.
2: Yeah, while everyone is, it's been a tough two years for a lot of people, and then Mm -hmm. the Lord has just blessed us with awesome employees, awesome customers, an awesome yeah. family like I um yeah God loves me yeah, right on dude <laughs> I've got to be God's, favor- I, that's God's favorite <laughs> that's what Gabe's mom always said is she's God's yeah. favorite
1: so. we've got to be
0: somehow that's awesome hey that's a great way to live man I mean so many people don't believe that right like God's mad at me or he doesn't love me or doesn't care like but that's a great way to live man and it's a good life you know you guys have a good life i i've really enjoyed getting to spend time with y'all i mean that so so glad we were able to work this out i know we tried like months ago or whatever and our yes. schedules never or people got sick and whatnot yes. and so uh this has been a lot of fun for me yeah. i hope we get to do it again you know i know speak on behalf of robert like we as guys who are from here we love this city and we really want to see it better than when we found it and mm-hmm. Y'all are, are certainly living in a way and what you're doing with Shadrachs and through Shadrachs, like you're going to make this, you are making this city and you're going to leave it better than you found it. And so, man, big fans of you guys and what y'all are doing. And uh, cool. keep up the great work. Thank you.
1: Thank you. Thanks for having us. Yeah.
0: All right. And that was Gabe and Tiffany Black. Man, what an enjoyable couple. Uh, man, so glad that they are in this city. Uh, they have done a fantastic job um, with Man, coming right in, launching a coffee shop that has not only produced a great product, but again, I think has brought a lot of life to
3: our city. Yeah, uh, the city loves what they're doing there. So thanks for bringing it here. And I do like that, you know, the um, juxtaposition between last week we had uh, someone who's born and raised here and now you've got like some transplants coming in and i just think both are great uh for our city i mean both are you know, adding value and life and uh, quality of life to our city and so i'm so glad that we have both going on
0: absolutely i'm uh, shocked they didn't want any of your great value coffee that you offered them from the keurig hey it, the, <laughs> the reviews are really high on that stuff is it really mm-hmm. i didn't know that yeah, you wouldn't know by tasting it <laughs> <laughs> i'm just kidding great value it's actually good coffee Um, (laughs) if you've not already done so, please give us a five-star rating on iTunes. That gives uh, people a chance to find us more quickly and learn more about the incredible people living here in Paragould. Be sure and check us out on our different social media platforms, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. We have an email list you can subscribe to as well if that interests you. So again, thanks for listening. Until next time.